Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is created, the Gadigal and Bidjigal people of the Eora Nation. I pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. This is the Ash London podcast. I am, you guessed it, Ash London. Reformed radio host, new mum and human being on a quest to live my best life when it feels like the world around me is imploding. Sound familiar? Every Tuesday we do a bit of mum chat. Every Thursday I do my favourite thing on the planet and I interview a guest. From celebrities who have entertained us over the craziness of the last two years to everyday people with inspiring stories. This is the Ash London Podcast. Hello, my darlings, and welcome to another Tuesday. Um, today is another, it's another dad episode, so it's a second one. The first was way back in season one with my husband, Adrian, which I think is still the episode that has the most downloads. Don't tell him, though. He'll get a bit ahead of himself. It was one of my favorite episodes ever, though. If you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend you go back and give it a go. If you're Victorian slash a footy fan, you probably know today's guest as Fev or Brendan Favola. He's known for a lot of things. Ex-footy player, brekkie radio host on Melbourne's Fox FM, star of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, and of course, some pretty wild stories from a somewhat colourful past. But the hat that I think suits him most is Family Man. Fev lives in Melbourne with his partner Alex and daughters Mia, Lenny, Lulu and Toby. We've all heard stories about some of the wild stuff that went down over the years with our mate Fev, but that's not what I wanted to touch on today. I want to focus on Fev, the son, the partner and dad. It's so clear just from watching him on Instagram alone how utterly devoted he is to his family. Of all the guests on this podcast, I didn't think it would be Fev who would make me cry, but hey, there's a lot more to this guy than meets the eye. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Fev. What's up? Um, well, we're just talking on off air. Uh, you are looking. You not only look hotter, like you know, more fit, but you look Hello. younger. I well I had a little bit of a shave because I knew I was coming on is? here today. Okay. I had a little. I had a little trim up because I've got, as you know, like when you get a bit older. Um, you what do you mean? As husband, I know, I wouldn't. Know. I'm talking about your husband. Your husband. Uh, your husband. A B. Adrian. He's gone a little bit grey and. I go grey my beard a lot like bad, like oh. at the front of my big chin. So I thought I'd trim up for you That's to look bad. a little bit younger. He also has ranger in his beard. So like Yeah, he has, he has multiple. Like he's got everything. He's yeah. got black. Yes. He's got orange and yes. grey. Yes. Yeah, I get the same. I get the same. It's a little rainbow. Must it's weird. It must be something about all my favorite fellas. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Yeah, but I've also been training a little bit. So um, trying to lose some weight because – as you know, when you get older and you've got younger kids and you've got little buddy, but I've yeah. got little Tobes who's three, she's like ADD hypo. Like I must've been when I was a kid <laughs> and the other kids are like, they're teenagers now. So they just go in their room and chill. Like we yeah. don't have to worry about them. 
but with Tobe, she's like, Dad, 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 play with me, play Barbies, play this, play that, play this, play ball, let's do this. And I'm like, too fat, I can't walk. <laughs> so I need to lose weight. So I'm on a little fitness campaign, nice, which I you? shed some, which is good. Are you good at playing Barbies? Yeah, I love Barbies. Well, I'm always Ken. Um, and I know we shouldn't do this because, I don't know, the woke world we live in, it's, yeah. you know, don't always have your girls having Barbie, but. I haven't loves said a Barbie. word to my daughter. She just loves Barbies. Whenever we go to the shop, she loves pink. And whenever, like, even like with Frozen, I say, I'm Anna or I'm Elsa. And she goes, you're Olaf. Like, you're this and you're Sven. <laughs> but I can't be any, I can't, I can't be anyone. I'm like, she paints her nails and she's like, I go, paint daddy's nails. She goes, hey, you're a boy. And I'm like, <laughs> boys can have nail polish too. You're trying. Yeah, she paints my nails now, which is cool. But I always try to be the Barbie, but she won't let me be Barbie. So I have to be Ken. You're so I have, have to, to buy play Ken. on your own. So you can yeah. be Barbie. Oh, that'd be a bit weird. <laughs> Alex and the girls come home and I'm in her playroom playing with the Barbie Nothing dream house. <laughs> just practicing. I'm just practicing. No, but it's cute. It's yeah, our father-daughter time. I love it. Yeah. And when you were a kid, because I know just from Instagram, I've seen, you know, your dad, who is quite the character. Yes. Big Ange. <laughs> began was he and he was a sports person growing up as well yeah so, he was yes. So what kind of dad was he like were you were very much a sporty household was it lads yeah, well, lads lads uh, well it was because mum and dad split up when we were like oh god maybe six or seven i was that young mm. so we sort of spent every second weekend at dad's um so mum was mum was a bit sporty when she was younger but mum was sort of the strict so she was really strict yeah um, which didn't bode well, I wouldn't have thought, because I grew up, grew up to be a little turd. Um, but um, so mum was the authority, but dad was like every second weekend. So we could just do whatever we wanted with dad. Like dad would not, we'd have takeaway and oh. we could play sport all the time and he'd give us money. It's and so dad, can we, yes, dad, can we do this? One. Can we? Yes, <laughs> yes. And it was like dad was like the best. He was the king because we could do whatever we wanted. Yeah. So, um, and he was our footy coach. He had no idea about footy, but he just involved himself. But he played lacrosse yeah. um, at a young age and represented, you know, Australia and Victoria. So um, he did have a sporty background. But I think with both my parents, they they sort of let us do what we want. Like they didn't really push me into sport. I only did it because everyone else was doing it. Um, and obviously they all played footy when I was younger. So I didn't even know, really know what football was. I wasn't brought up with footy at all, um, coming from a WOG background. Um, you know, we were more soccer. My grandfather built, uh, you know, soccer pitches and um, dad played lacrosse. My other uncle played ice hockey. So footy was just not in our family. And then all the kids when they were in prep, um, they all played this game called footy. So I was like, this is sick. I'll just join in. And that's sort of how I become a footy player. But parents just let me do what I want. And I was always sporty because I had ADD as well. They're like, get out, son, and run. Do whatever you want because when you come back inside, we want you to be tired. When did you actually get a diagnosis for that? On how long did you just think you were a, a loud, well, I just kid? wasn't well for a long time, Ash. Um, and most of the uh, the teachers, because back then that wasn't really a thing, I don't yeah. think. But um, when I sort of got into the footy world, they sort of said, you know, they do all the tests and stuff on you, and they're like, well, you've you're not normal. Um, you've got a little bit of ADD about you. So obviously, as a kid, uh, mum and all that, mum always knew, but. Um, you know, at school, like I'd sit through, like I wanted to learn, mm. but I just couldn't digest anything. And I, I kind of, I'd read like books and I'd read the same line like five times and I just couldn't do it. Like, but then like the same with footy, it was so weird because footy coaches would like, um, they dictate stuff to you. They'd be up there like a school teacher and they tell you about 
all the opposition and the positions you play in and this play and that play. And I didn't understand. I was sitting there going, I don't quite get what's going on, but then we do the state. So they do that for a meeting and then we'd go out into the footy ground and then we would do it. So they put all the cones out and then I'd get it. I was yeah, like, Oh, this is how you do it. It was so weird how I just couldn't get it when in a, in a classroom. But then once we got out, actually did it physically, I was like, this is easy. Why don't we just do this instead of the two hour meeting we just had <laughs> that I had paid no attention in because I've got something wrong with me. Yeah. Did you, did it affect your confidence or did you know that it was just kind of one part of things and you would well, make it Well, it did at school, Ash. It did at school because... Everyone was, I was so dumb. Like I, but I wasn't dumb, but yeah. I just couldn't comprehend stuff. So I used to play that clown. Oh, look at me. I'm funny. Um, to deflect mm. my inability to learn. Mm. Um, but I think that was like a coping mechanism for me to play that. And I always had sport. So like when we did, I just play footy mm. and I got drafted when I was in high school. So that was a, you know, I was like sort of a cool kid because I was playing AFL and I was always the kid that was going to get drafted. So, I sort of had that to fall back on yeah. um, and I always masked it with, ah, oh, let's do something stupid and get yeah. in trouble. Yeah. And then, yeah, it'll deflect from, oh, he's so dumb. And did, <laughs> did having that identity as like the star footy player, especially if you knew that you had learning difficulties, but yeah. footy was the thing that made you cool, you know, it's, it's very young to have your identity so wrapped up in yeah. something like your ability to play a sport. So do you feel like that was maybe, you know, how much of you was Bev the footy player? Um, well, obviously all the way through school. But then I think when I met my wife, ex-wife, now fiance, Alex, um, you'll probably get into that. But <laughs> amazing story. Now, she's a very smart, educated. Well, she, she finished school at like year 10, but she her mother was really smart. And like Alex has just really switched on. So I've learned a lot from her, um, like academically wise, where like she'll, even with radio, like I'll say a word wrong and she'll teach me. Like, I just don't, sometimes I don't get half the things I'm saying and she'll have to <laughs> say, now, what does this, what does this mean? And even my kids now, they're like, dad, that doesn't make sense. And cause I'm like, oh, and then I learn, I learn a lot from Alex. I tell you, she's, if I didn't have her, um, you know, I don't know where I'd be, but um, yeah, it was always a footy play. And I think you know, when I finished footy in like 2000 and or when was it? 2010, I was 29 and people were like, oh, your life's over. What are you going to do? And I was like, oh, God, mm. what am I going to do? Because, you know, I bluffed my way through school because yeah. I gave all my teachers memberships at Carlton because I was still by my year 12. I didn't even sit an exam. <laughs> I gave them all tickets to the footy and stuff. So I got passed. It was the best. Um, so I had, I had nothing to fall back on. I, I don't know what I would have done. Like, mm. I was stuffed if I didn't get drafted. But um, all the eggs were in one basket, Ash. But, um, you know, I was the footy player. But now, like, I meet people, which is pretty cool in a way where they go, they they – don't look at me as a footy player anymore. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're on the radio and you're so funny. And, you know, my kids listen to you on the way to school and they got no idea you play footy, but that makes me feel good because yeah. I'm not just in one basket now. I've got a few more strings to my bow, which totally. is quite rewarding in a way um, to myself, I suppose. Of course. But yeah, it makes me feel proud. Oh, oh cause your husband it's got wow. me in the job. Well, there you go. <laughs> he was telling me, we were talking about it over the weekend and I was like, because I wanted to know how, you know, because I know he was the content director when you started on the Brecky yeah. show and he was telling me how he was watching you on I'm a Celebrity and he was like, this guy is yeah. a legend. You know, we need him on there. And then I thought, and it's exactly what you just said, the fact that for so long you were known as one thing 
Yeah. I only know you as the radio star. Like, yeah, you know, I was cool. living overseas when you were, I mean, yeah. I'm a big Carlton family, so they all are obsessed yeah. with you. But I was never around watching you play footy, yet I was very much around listening to you on the radio. And radio, to me, yeah. And to me, it's like, well, that's, it's so natural to you being on air. And I, I imagine yeah. that when you were kind of younger, if someone had said, or maybe they, maybe you wouldn't be surprised because you were such a larrikin and you used yeah. comedy to deflect. But would you have been surprised if someone said you're going to have a very successful media career as a communicator? Absolutely not, um, especially with talking because I don't make sense half the time. I think that might be the beauty of radio, maybe. <laughs> um, but, you know, I used to, like, when we go to drive to school, and I always talk to this with Alex, and it's like I used to listen to, like, Matt and Joe and all those guys yeah. you know, who were, like, icons of, you know, this building, Fox, and um, and think about how hard it would be. Like, they're talking all the time and they're doing this, but it used to make me happy. Like, they give prizes away and stuff. And I'd always had footy. So I just did never thought anything. And even when I went in the jungle, I never thought radio. Um, and then when I got out of the, ju- the jungle and, you know, AB, um, Adrian contacted me and I was like, oh, wow. Um, okay. So I came in and I was like, oh my God, this is what I was meant for. Like, oh. I'd, I'd like, as in footy, like footy, I'd always had footy, but like, I feel like this was the perfect job because I'm a morning person. I love waking up early. I love helping people. I love making people laugh. Um, and I've never had a job before that wasn't a footy. I'd never really, I've never worked. And to have this, um, like I, I've never been happier. Like I'm happier in radio than what I was when I was playing footy. It's so weird where footy was my passion. Like I loved footy and I played footy from the age of four to 29 uh, and I still play now, but I've only been in radio now. This is my seventh year, which is amazing. It hasn't um, been seven years. Seven years. Yeah. 2016 was my first year. So um, wow. It's been seven years. Wow. And my footy career AFL only went for like 12. So, you know, I've nearly been in this longer than I have playing professional footy, which yeah. is, blows my mind. One thing that I think is so funny is that you've come from a footy background, which there aren't a lot of, you know, females employed, I would imagine, that you had to work with. And now I look at your life and you are just surrounded by strong women. Girls. Like, yeah, yeah, like you've got your on air partner, Fifi. Yeah. Who is not who we both adore, but not to be messed with. And no, then you've she's got, the boss. Then you've got Alex, definitely not boss, meant to be boss. messed yep. with. And no. then you're raising, you know, your own strong, independent women. So how do you think that changes things when you're in a the footy situation where it's all very much like blokes, 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 and your bosses and coaches lads, are all men, lads, lads, lads. <laughs> but now you're in this world where it's completely different, and you know, and you're your content director is a woman until recently the head of the network was a woman. So yep. you're, you're really answering to women. Well, Ash, I don't know if you knew, but with my footy career, I got in a fair bit of trouble. Um, and I lost, that job. I, mean, you I lost that job because I was an idiot. Um, and you could probably just pretty much do whatever you wanted to do when you're as good as what I was when I played footy. Yeah. You got away with a lot, but when you've got women around, you don't get away with anything. <laughs> and I don't get away with anything at home. I don't get away with anything at work. Uh, I don't think I've ever been in trouble at work um, because most people won't know this and most males would admit to it, but I love having a stronger woman, um, you know, run my life. And that's what Alex does. Fee does it at work. I love, um, you know, Alex has got a great um, business and she's an amazing role model to our kids and, and to me. And I can admit that. I love that she's powerful and, and she's my boss. I, lo- I love, 
um, not having that power over any of my, but they all power me. And I, yeah. and I, I God help whoever they marry, um, <laughs> a male or a female, but Mia said, Lenny said, Lulu said, Toby hasn't said it yet, but my father, obviously when we were kids, uh, growing up, you know, wants a grandson as most Italian, um, fathers and, and grandfathers do. They went not so he brought this like big one liter, two liter bottle of like big scotch. Like it's huge. And it's on a swing. And he said, when you have the grandson, we will drink this to me. Obviously, I've got a brother as well. But he said to me, being the first son, you know, carries the Favola name. Anyway, I got Mia. I got Lenny. I've got Lulu. Without my brother having kids. They're all girls. So dad's like, okay, I'm going to move it over to Jason. <laughs> um, when he has a boy, who's my brother, when he has a boy, we'll drink it. Now, Jason's had four girls that are under 12. <laughs> And then I had Toby. So we've got eight girls. He goes, stuff it. We're, we're drinking the scotch no matter what. We're going to have it now. So the Favola name is not going to go anywhere because it's, you know, it's done. But then my girls said that they're not changing their name. Like Mia, Lenny, Lulu, getting back to that. They said, when I get married, I'm not having his name. I'm going to stay as a Favola. And I'm like, yes, it's lived. The Favola name is living. So God help who they marry. But, and I just thought that's amazing that they've got the, you know, the, the, um, the mindset and the mm. power to go, well, I want to stay is who I am. And this is me. I'm not changing my name. Um, like, you know, tradition is you, you, yeah. you get married and you change your name. But like, I love that, that my girls are like that. They're, they're, they've got a strong mum, Um, and I love that about them. Like I can't, I, I'm, I'm literally the bottom of the pack when it comes to anything in our house. I've got no say in anything. Do you want to go here? No, we want to do that. Okay. And I love making my kids happy because I didn't have much when I was younger yeah. and I love giving them whatever they want which is probably bad parenting, but um, I just, I love to see them happy. And, you know, we've got a really happy household and, you know, Alex always yells at me because I'm, I'm too um, lenient and mm. I give too much to them and I'm, I spoil them. And yeah. I love that though, but I, I, I want that, but you know, I love having a, a strong, powerful woman in Alex in my life because God knows where I'd be without her. Mm, I know this. I remember any time. When I, hey, when I left it up to me, it didn't go too well. <laughs> Any time, like, Adrian, when he was in charge of Fox, would have to, like, send you on a trip or organise anything. To me, I just loved so much that he would always be like, oh, I've got to ask Alex first. Like, it wasn't yeah. even go to Fev. It was like, no, 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 no. We'll go to Alex. And she'll probably, yeah. you know, and, like, she'll probably come. And, and I just love that you were so – and it, it isn't just because you love her so much. Like you said, you've had a lived experience of screwing things up when you were in charge. Yeah. And you get to a point where there is just, like – okay, well, this is a lot better for everybody if I just defer. And it's working yeah. for you. and it works. And even when we go to like, I don't know, we went to Tokyo like a couple of years ago for a thing called Tradioki at our, on our radio show. And they're like, we're going overseas. And I said to Mando, uh, who's our, um, our same as AB now. She's, what is she, the EP? What is, content she's director. the boss. Yeah, content director. She's yeah. the big boss. And I said, you got to ask Alex first, man. And she's coming because I won't be allowed to go by myself. <laughs> Yep, the family went because I, <laughs> I remember looking on Instagram and all of you are on the plane. Yeah, I was like, we're all on the plane, we're all together, one in all in. <laughs> How did you know um, that Alex was it for you? Because, you know, not a lot of guys could handle that, that they want to dominate or they want to be the boss or they're intimidated yeah. by a strong woman. But you've made it very clear that you love that about her. So yeah. when you met her to when you decided I want to be with her, what was that? How long did that take? 
Um, probably about 10 seconds. Um, <laughs> I remember, no, we were, we're at a place called the Stoke House in Melbourne and um, we just finished training. It was like a 45 degree day and it was so hot. So we went down to the beach and I just had my little shorts on. I was playing Carl at the time and um, we went for a swim and then we went to the Stoke House, which had an old, had, had like a little bit of a, it's right on the beach and had this grass area and we saw a mate and I was like, oh, we'll go in there. I had no like top on or anything. And this is not a bad little establishment. It's so we sat out place. in the, the fancy place and we sat there because it was just so hot. And I remember going to the toilet and I walked in and I walked past this girl and I was like, and I walked past her and then, you know, you do the look back. Yeah, I did like the look back and she was looking back as well. And then I shoot myself. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're looking too. And then I walked to the toilet, came back and she was sitting with my friend. And I'm like, what is going on here? And I sort of looked back and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And I just played it real cool. And I was like, oh my God, this chick's so hot. Um, I'll like, try to be funny and stuff. And I just, you know, went back to yeah. doing the funny gear. And yeah. And then that was, uh, you know, that was 20, nearly 20 years ago, 18 years ago, 19 years ago. So um, I knew straight away that she was the best. Um, took me a while to realize it because I was a bit of a dick. But um, I think, you know, I was, I was so young. I was like 20. I was like 21. It's so young. Yeah, I was 21. Yeah, so 20, just turned 22 maybe. So it was so long ago. That was nearly, yeah, 20 years ago. So, um, but as we've grown and I think, you know, as I've matured a lot more, um, <clears throat> the relationship's become a lot stronger. And, you know, it's always been strong. But mm. I think, you know, having the three kids and then Toby's just brought the whole thing. Like having another baby when you're older is you can appreciate it more. Cause I yeah. think as I was always at footy training and Alex was trying to do her stuff and I wasn't, you're not really around um, the girls as much as I, cause I was at training all day. Like yeah. I was, a, you know, a professional job where with Tobes, I'm home all the time. Like I'm home by 10 o'clock so cause good. I work breakfast hours and yeah. I'm with her all day. Oh, that's so cool. So rewarding. And Alex is, you know, she's, she's um, set up well enough now with her business. She's at home as well. So we just hang out with her. And obviously through COVID, she was a COVID baby. So we we're all home. Toby just thought that everyone just stayed home. She's like, this is sick. All my family's at home. And now you should see the little munchkin. She's like, she just started ELC. So she goes Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And, but before then, because the girls were off to school last year or towards the end of the year, she's like, I miss my family. Where my family? Because no one's home. Because she was so used to everyone being at home. Where my family? I miss them. Okay, Daddy will go buy you a Barbie and we'll play Barbie. <laughs> and that just solves everything. <laughs> Best dad ever. Best dad ever. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. But not only was it like you were working really hard, you know, when Mia was a baby, but you were young. Like... Yeah. No one at that age knows what the hell they're doing at the best of times. No. And then, and you know, it's like, and it was a different process for you. It wasn't like we're going to plan to have a baby and then you get pregnant and then you have the nine months to prepare and you do the classes together and you read the books and think about what kind of data and then you're eased into it. 
it was completely different when you became Mia's dad. So, yeah. I mean, when you kind of compare the two, do you feel like you were just two different people for Mia and for Toby? Yeah, well, that's how I sort of got Alex. I played the Mia card because Mia was like two. Yeah. And I was like, I'll just play on the beach with Mia. <laughs> this is the way to this, this is dead set. <laughs> I, fell, I fell in love with Mia before I fell in love with Alex. Oh. And Mia, we always tell Alex that. Mia's like, well, if you didn't fall in love with me, he wouldn't, you wouldn't be together. And then they, Toby and Lulu and Lenny, they wouldn't even be here. We have this conversation all the time. And, you know, I just played with Mia because she was just so gorgeous. Um, and she was just a great kid. So like, I, cause I, I loved kids. Like I absolutely loved it. One of the family of mine anyway. Um, and then obviously, you know, meeting Alex with Mia was just like, oh, this is a match made in heaven. Grouse kid, hot mom, bang, winning. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrapped. I was wrapped. But obviously with Tobes, and it's so good to see Mia and, and Lenny and Lulu around her because, mate, you know, with, with Buddy, like, you're, you're, you and Adrian, like, hands-on, always, yeah. always with him. Like, you, you can't not leave him. Like, when Tobes was, like, I don't know, six months, a year, but Toby, uh, Lulu would take her, make her a bottle. Mia would take her for a bottle. They'd oh. bath her. Alex and I were sitting on the couch watching Yellowstone with a bottle of bread going, <laughs> do we even have a kid? <laughs> Because we're in lockdown, we're like, how good is this? We've got built in babysitters. Um, but she's really brought everyone in and just seeing the girls and the joy mm. that Toby brings to them. And like, I didn't really see that when, you know, Lenny was born because I was always at training. Yeah. So I didn't see the way Mia reacted to Toby when they, or Lulu when they were at home or Lenny when they were at home and vice versa with Lenny when she was with Lulu. So being at home now more, um, seeing the three girls interact with just melt your heart man it's like Beautiful. this is my family like my full family is mm. here and it's bad we've got four kids so you have to get a seven seater you go oh, into yeah. the mini minivan you get like a soccer mom you get all that stuff cool. and, and then it's not cool it's not cool and now we're at the point where me is 22 and i just booked a trip like i spoke about this on the radio um, station that you know when do you cut her off you know, yeah. she's part of the family she lives at home <laughs> we're going on a holiday and we're like I booked a holiday and I booked accommodation for you to stay if you want to, because it's six days, it's over a weekend. You have to work at mum's shop on the weekend. So I don't know whether you're going to come or not. So I've left it open for you. If you want, we've got room yeah. in the place that we've booked. She goes, what about my flight? And I'm like, <gasps> you're 22. <laughs> no, 22 you is young. No, she's young enough for you to cover the flight. I think I was at and a I'm pretty old. sure that's about exactly what she said. And then three minutes later, I booked her a flight and now she's coming. That's my um, but they get expensive, man, kids. Oh, already expensive. And all he does is, like, the food's free. It's breast milk. Yeah, free. It's and then free. it's just the nappies. But it's all the other <laughs> peripheral shit. I'm like, how yeah. are you? Yeah, so mate, wipes. Be... Wipes are your best friend. Mm. Baby wipes are the best. I know. But I, yesterday, and I'm not a tight ass, I'm, you know, like you, love to just yeah. be liberal with my cash. And I said, yeah, you love Uber Eats, you love yeah, shopping, yeah. I get it. <laughs> I said, babe, we're going to have to like not use three wipes every time we change his nap. We're just going to have to use one wipe because we're going through too many wipes. And he looked yeah, at me wipe, like, mate. Louis, who are you? Yeah. What have you become? I'm like, I don't want to be this person. Use all the wipes you want. Carry them in your bag. They're good for everything. So you've got these beautiful girls and obviously you're so protective and especially now you're all kind of in there together. But yeah. and me is obviously the oldest and there's a lot of media attention surrounding yeah. her. And I imagine that as not just as an Italian dad, but as a dad in general, you want to be protective and you, you know, you want your daughter to be respected. 
but that's not always the way. And especially when you know you've got three more girls and this could be a trajectory yeah. that how do you have those conversations with Mia? How do you, you know, I mean, you're very good at letting her own, letting her be her own person, which I think is yeah. fantastic, but it would be frustrating for you and it would be hard for you to have to, you know, read about her in the news. So how yeah. do you tackle that? Um, well, I did tell her at an early age, don't date a footballer. Um, well, she took that advice. <gasps> she took that advice. <laughs> um, but, you know, she's, yeah, she's been with like, you know, two full relationships with two footballers. And one was Daniel uh, Rioli, who plays for Richmond. He was a great kid. He lived with us for two and a half years. You know, I treated him like a son. He was great. They just, yeah. they broke up. And that was just because they lived together for like two years after just meeting. And they were just, you know, young and together. And they were just too much of each other. And he was a great kid, great family um, from a Tiwi island. Just, he was just a legend. Loved him. Um, and then she was with, uh, uh, you know, another guy called Jamara who, um, you know, she just broke up with recently. And then, you know, once they broke up, she got a lot of, you know, stick for being with footballers. And I was like, oh, God, Moo. we tried to tell her not to be with a footballer. But, you know, that's the circle she's in. She yeah. goes out. Like her dad played footy. Um, all her friends, you know, um, you know, they either date footballers or they hang around the same nightclubs or pubs. Um, it's like a tradie going out with a tradie, you know. Yeah. Betcha tradies have been out with tradies yeah, more yeah. than once or twice. Um, but then she does get a lot of stick. She got a lot of stick for, you know, her weight. Um, and she, you know, she'd eat food and she'd always feel sick. And then she found out she was celiac. She got a big test. And, you know, I think she posted the other day, you know, in 2017, there was a picture of her and she's so skinny that you don't realize at the time because she's living at home. You just don't think that she was that skinny. Mm. And then she's been working on it really hard. And then she posted a photo a couple of weeks ago of her. Um, she's been going to gym flat out and she's put on, so she looks so good. She's healthy. Um, for someone that's, you know, always in the meet, she's really, you know, she's shy. She's not confident. Um, you know, she's beautiful. You'd think that she would yeah. be really, really confident, but she's not. And it really hurts when people write that stuff. And I told her not to write about it. I used to read stuff about me all the time, you know, that supporters would write after a bad game. And man, I went in a spiral bad. I got, mm. you know, depression and I don't know why I was reading it, but I just did. And it made it. Me you can't help it. It makes you feel awful. It makes you feel like shit. And uh, Mia was starting to do that with her Insta and she was reading all the comments of the trolls and the girls and they're all writing stuff about her. And mate, she was hysterical and she was like bawling her eyes out and why would people be so mean? And um, you know, that's where Alex comes in because she's really good at that sort of stuff. And um, you know, you just sit her down and you, you say, don't worry about it. Just, just tune out. You know, people are going to hate. That's what happens, mate. It's tall poppy syndrome. But yeah. you do something good, people are like, oh, awesome. And then if you do something else, they're like, they just want to hammer you down. And it's the just same the way person. That, the yeah, same person it's, it's, that builds you up will tomorrow yeah. decide that you're a dickhead. It's so bizarre. But then when, you know, I think um, one of the yeah. um, publications, you know, they said they slut shamed her. They said something about it. They wrote in the article, like, they called her a slut, I think. And I was like, what? And that was it. I was done. And then I teed off and I was like, you can't say that to a 21 year old kid. You can't write that. Mm. Um, but what do you, what do you do? You can't do anything. Cause they just, they don't, they've got no um, people telling it. Like the, the publications can write anything about anyone. Yeah. They've just got, and there's no consequence. How do you live with that frustration? Like, I mean. It's, it's like people can say anything. But like, if I said something like that on the radio, I'd be done. It's so weird that people can say that, but, uh, you know, she's, we've brought her up. She's strong. Um, she's a great, she's a great, uh, she's a great girl. And, 
Um, you know, we've instilled some pretty good morals in her and, you know, she's got her own business and she works hard and, um, you know, she's confident now and she's confident in her body. She's really kicking goals. Um, and you know, they just don't date another football and we're right. (laughs) (laughs) But she's just stay off. Don't date anyone for a while. Mia, I'll call her Moo. Moo, don't date it. She goes, but dad, I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm only joking. You do, you yeah. do you. If someone you had told you, you at that age, stay away yeah, from you. Like, we've all something. been, we've all been young, but you totally. do you, Mia, and yeah. mate, whatever happens, we'll be here. And Love that. if everything goes well, we'll, 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 we'll cheer on. If things fall to shit, you know, just come and wear a shoulder to You're cry. You're always here to come on the family yeah. holidays. I'll pay yeah, for your yeah. flights and a And now I'll pay for your flight. <laughs> yeah, but she's been, she's, she gets hammered and yeah, I don't know why and, um, and well, she doesn't really have a voice because it's, yeah, she's jealous, an easy target for someone that is successful and hardworking and smart and gorgeous. Yeah. So, and I said to her, Mia, I get it. I'm smart, gorgeous. <laughs> um, we've got so many things I've in common. Been there. It's like my <laughs> life watching the mirror. People always, always say it's because I was good looking, people would hammer me. And I'm like, she's like, Dad, don't. <laughs> I actually say that. I'm like, well, I get it, man. She's like, no. And lastly. They shut me down. Um, of course, it's their job. Um, what would you say that fatherhood as a whole, how has it been a superpower for you or how has it changed you for the better? Um, well, it's a superpower with radio because you just, they're content, um, which is great. <laughs> you just throw up, mate, they're so embarrassed because like all their friends are <laughs> like, course. your dad's so funny. That's the best story because I'll tell a story about one of them. And Lulu now, who's like 12, she's all like, she, 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 she talks to me. I pick up, she goes, hey, queen. I'm like, I'm not queen, man. What do you keep saying? They talk in all this lingo. Like, I don't understand what they're saying. That's when you know you're old. They stay all, they shorten everything. Yes. And I'm like, well, I don't know what that means. My nephew on anyway. WhatsApp, I'm like, I need to, I'm like Googling what he's saying. Yeah. I'm like, I thought I was young and cool. When did I become old and uncool? That is so true, Ash. I'm like, wait, I'm not that old because they're like, you're so old, Dad. Dude, I've been to your school. Parents are like 50 and 60. Yeah. I'm 40, man. I'm, hot. Like, I'm not old. But then when they'll write stuff, you're like, I do Google as well. I'm like, what is this? What does that mean? But they they're they're great for content and they get so embarrassed. Like, Dad, do not don't post that on Instagram. Don't say that on the radio. I have to go to school, Dad. People <laughs> listen to you on the way to work. Do not ever talk to me about me ever again and they'll do something and i'll go oh can't wait to talk about that on the radio tomorrow and they're like please dad don't please dad don't um but being a father um especially if i wouldn't know what to do with boys i wouldn't have it any other way everyone's like oh you didn't have a boy you know footy my aflw now my kids can play footy or aflw if they want um or they can just do whatever they want i'm not pushing them into any sort of sport but being a father of four girls oh god i i just love like I sat down on the couch the other night and they were all sitting there and I think we we're watching maths. And, um, as you do, um, I was sitting there and I just looked at them all and we we're just chatting in the ad break. And I'm like, I could be the luckiest dude alive. Like I have a powerful wife, strong. I've got four beautiful girls who just adore us and adore each other. And I was like, all right, you know, you never say you're complete, but I felt complete. Like I was like, this is my life. <laughs> you make me cry. This is my like world. Like my whole world was right there. Mm. Like it was just sitting there. And I, I don't think you get these moments much in life where you just go, this is it. Like that's perfect. Like if I die tomorrow, I'll be happy. Mm. Like that, that is my family, my world. 
and it's like oh, it's so hard to to put into like I was like numb like it wasn't like I felt so like you know when you just sit there and you can feel heavy or you feel light or whatever but I just felt numb like there was no feeling in my body it was like it was like a cloud had just gone over everything and it was that moment you just bottle up and you go whenever things get flat I've got it in my head I've pictured the whole room and I think about it I'm like that that is my whole world there and I hate like as a father and you know you'll get this when buddy goes off to kinder or school like I hate when they leave the house I'm like one of those parents like like right now like I hate going to work because and when I get home I know they're not there like they're at school and they're in someone else's hands I hate that. I'm like, I just want them with me and I don't want them ever to leave. <laughs> On the couch um, watching maths. Watching, watching maths or just even when they're in their bedrooms, I know they're there. Like, yeah. and, I, and we've got this WhatsApp group. <laughs> it's very funny. Oh, it's a message group. We're called the, because my nickname was, my nickname's the Loosh. So um, we've got the family of Looshes WhatsApp group or <laughs> message group. So we all message each other when we're in the house on this WhatsApp group. What are you doing? <laughs> and we message like memes and <laughs> it's like real cool. And I'm like, oh, and I just, like I'll often like put up like baby pictures of when they were younger mm. and show like each day I'll do a different kid and I'll be like, cool. and they're like, oh, look at this. And I don't know. It's just a way to interact with the family. But, you know, I'm a very lucky man. I'll show you one. This was yesterday. I just put like a little picture of Lulu and so and, and Lenny and Toby up. <laughs> Toby and is we, the we, best. we write some funny stuff, man. It's so like, mate, have you read this thing? It's like, this is like real parenting. Get down here and clean your room. Put the clothes away. Like oh, we're in the same room. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, but I'm a very it. lucky man, Ash. I've got, you know, some amazing women in my life and, and, and in my work life. And, mm. um, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, you know, a family of daughters and, and it's so special because I've got obviously mum's a mum's a legend, and my brother's also got four um, daughters who are my obviously nieces, and you know I love them to death, and I love when we all get together. It's like me and my bro, and there's like him and his wife, and then there's like <laughs> there's literally there's ten women, wow. so there's ten, and there's just me and him. And it's like yes. this is sick. So like, I love that. Yeah, yeah, it's the best. Well, the, you are a very lucky man, and they're very lucky girls, and I just. Love hearing you speak about them the way you do. It's a joy to watch. And I love you so much, Fev, and I love the life you've created. It's a pleasure to watch, mate. Thank you for taking time to chat with me today. Thanks, Ash, and thank your husband for giving me this wonderful job. And I made you cry. You did. I didn't see that yes! coming. <laughs> didn't see that coming, did you? I just bloody love him. <laughs> Such a great reminder that all we really have in life is people. Stuff is just stuff and fades away eventually, but people matter the most. I can't wait to watch crappy TV shows on the couch with Buddy and whatever kids may exist in the future. Thanks, Fair, for coming on the potty and thanks, Alex, for letting him. As always, if you want to drop me a line, you can do so hello at ash.london. I'll catch you Thursday for more of the Ash London podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.